Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jason just pointed out um, on text that, you know, one of the things that unfortunately is going to be impacted by the snow and the ice here is, uh, you know, the, the way down to the free Justin Timberlake show. That is right, scheduled sure. to go yeah. off tomorrow at the Orpheum. That's going to be a, you know, that's going to be a tough way down, Jason. Isn't that crazy? He comes and does a pre-show. You figure the demand's high, place will be packed. And, uh, yeah, it's going to happen on a night when, you know, it could it could be just as bad by tomorrow night as it is today. I, again, Absolutely. But um, I, what I would think is because it's such a unique opportunity, those folks that have got tickets, man, they're gonna do it. Like, I, I, I would. I, oh, my yeah. guess is, my guess is, sixty to seventy percent of them are going because this is right. that opportunity. You know, this is yep. again a unique opportunity to see those guys. So, those folks are going to be making it down there. I imagine just because yes. you don't. This this doesn't come around often. You know, these kinds of times. oh, and yeah, never. Right? I mean, right? Never. Think- no, he's never done it. He's never done a free concert, to my knowledge. You know, uh, he here, did one so. uh, as sexy back when it came out. He did a uh, a Beale Street. It was on Beale Street, and it was uh, for Good Morning uh, America. It was on ABC, and he had a bunch of people out there. Oh yeah, I kind of. I, do I was on the buzz, that. so I remember we promoted it, and they had the radio station out there. there the deal. So back in the day, day. Back in go. the day, day. Yeah, it's probably been fifteen years ago, maybe maybe eighteen years ago. It's been a long time ago. From I mean, this it, older crowd than probably the old Timberlake of yesteryear, right? I mean, it, there's a lot of the people that are my age, are our age, they're, right? They're all they're all moms, and yeah. and and uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think he has that many <laughs> young fans anymore. Is would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a I river mean, people, you know. Yeah, like he's got like the, you know the millennials who are now in their mid thirties. Right. That's you know that's his that's as young as it'll skew. I think. Um, Jason, who would uh, whose free concert would get you out on a night like that? Given the conditions, who would it have to be, man? Mm, but a Lionel Richie, perhaps. Man, I'm kidding. Oh, I you've mean, already seen him. You don't. He's, he, about, he wouldn't he's about the it. only concert I've been to here. Uh, in the last couple of years, no, I, there is there isn't, John. I, I don't think there's there is not a one. single act that would get you on the roads for free. Uh, if you had a Jodeci reunion, and I mean all of uh, <laughs> all four members, and uh, uh, J, uh, uh, JoJo, Casey, I need uh, Dalvin, and and uh, my gosh, what's the what's the fourth one? Dalvin, and is it Devonte? Yeah, Devonte Swing. 
I need all four of them together, and then I would possibly brave it. Yeah, because that would be a good night for me and Faith to get on it. We would probably do it this. Yeah, all four Jodeci members. Would New Edition pull it, uh, Jason? No, no, I could no, no. They're all. It's not going to be the same kind of show. You know, those guys are all much older uh, now, Um, and so no, New Edition wouldn't get it done. But uh, if you had a reunion of Jodeci, I might be down there, John. Even in these that's, a gen- that's a genuine answer. It, there's no doubt about it. I'm still <laughs> waiting to see if. Uh, what about you, John? I got my tickets. I, I don't I think I John, did. John was supposed to get tickets to this thing. That, what? He was in the, I mean, I he was in the line. I, mean, I didn't, I didn't like. I wasn't Excuse supposed me? to. I applied. He was, he was in line when we, when you know, when when we found out about this, he had gotten mm-hmm. in line. So I'm very disappointed oh, okay. to hear that. He did not get tickets because I oh, think everybody that got that. him, John, would know by now. They I, I don't know. Now. Is that true? Do we know that everybody that's gotten him has gotten I mean, them? The damn show is tomorrow, bro. I think yeah. From what the I know, but on the email it says you'll know by Thursday evening. So it's oh. there, you know oh. I'm holding out hope that um you know maybe maybe um you know maybe there's still a chance here. But yeah, for they me, like y'all, uh, to, uh, Thursday evening that this thing has been uh, postponed or canceled is what they're gonna be telling y'all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. Like, who that? Like, who's who's my uh, my my Jodeci? You know what I mean? Um, I'm not a huge like. I mean, I like music, but I'm not like a huge like. Uh, I have to go see it live. I never. I really never have been. Um, but I, I want to give you guys an answer. I don't want to cop out. I don't want because Jason gave a real good one he gave I, a real I, from the soul yeah you know what, what about a reunion of that antonio burke's uh tigers team that you loved so much and that's when you fell in well, love no it really team. wasn't the team you know it was really just him it wasn't <laughs> although i do appreciate me some An- anthony rice arthur yes. barclay right i mean there was some there were some really there were some ogs on that team for sure um i don't know man i mean you know g- give me some creed bro how about that I'm sorry. Creed. Give me some it's creed. <sighs> Listen, go there. Let me our escape. What oh, in the world? Go that is so random. <laughs> Let's ask him to stay. I think, he's, I think he, I hope he's just trying to be funny, bro. He's riling us up, Jason. Can you yeah. take me oh high? Dude, they had some jams, bro. They had some absolute You know, games. actually, Scott Stapp is playing Tunica here soon by himself without the band, but Scott Stapp's doing his thing. I'm, I'm not even making that. I saw it on Billboard. Can he, play, can he play their songs, though? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, of course. He's the guy. He's their voice. Yes. I think. Let me look it up. I saw on a billboard on Poplar that Scott Stapp is playing a show. Let me make sure that's right. I'm pretty sure it is. Scott Stapp. Jason, that's a Christian Tunica. band. You should love them, bro. Um, John, while he's looking that up, you could tell me why Atlanta needs to interview Bill Belichick for a second time. Well, they need to make sure, uh, you know, that, uh, yeah. make sure what they need to make sure he still got it, man. That's ridiculous. They need to make sure he's about that life, bro. I mean, everybody knows the score. Everybody knows what it's about. I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with him wanting to leave the Atlanta Falcons organization to, to, to the greater heights. It's really just about I need to get fifteen more wins so I can pass Shula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with none, nothing else. That man old as hell. That man, yeah. if he didn't have no record, he you it's a guarantee his ass would be retired. Jo- guaranteed. Josina, Josina Anderson has a pretty good insight that um, 
he's got that great relationship, not just Arthur Blaine coming after Big Fish like we've talked about, and you're going to roll out the red carpet for him, but their CEO, Rich McKay, yep. uh, very close uh-huh. with as well. And so when you look at it, when he, you know, look at other situations, you talk about comfortability and more importantly, getting his way, then it looks like, you know, Atlanta's ready to roll over and say, you know, Bill, here's everything you want. So um, I suppose that relationship, too. You know, makes it. I just I look at that situation, and like you said, John. Yeah, I can. You can get the 15 wins to break, 14 to tie, but um, you're really going to win anything in Atlanta with what they've got right now. Specifically, not you know, not having a quarterback. That seems to me like it's going to take some time. And that, that's how, how long is Bill Belichick going to going to need? You know, we talking about year three where you know he's a contender. Just doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel as good a fit as as everybody's trying to make it make it out to be to me. Me. Well, it's a it's a fit in the sense that you know he's going to win eight games a year over the next two years, just like they did this year. You know, yeah, it's a it's a fit in that way. Update: uh, You missed Scott Stapp. He was at Tunica Gold Strike December 29th. I'm I'm sorry, uh, dang, you missed him. So sorry, Joe. Yep, he'll be back. I don't think that Bill Belichick thing's going to go well. Like, they'll be the same as they are now, right? I mean, do we think he's just the best coach ever still? I mean, I, everybody talks about Bill Belichick like he's awesome. If you're so awesome, why can't you take that crap team that you were in charge of, including the roster development, and pick the right quarterback and draft the right players and go win games? Like, I, yeah, am I, I think wrong? That's the, no, I mean, I think that's the, the, the problem ultimately is that he was GM. And and the coach. So and you that, like, you we, take that away from him, and he gets better because he can just ball coach right, or whatever. I got right. you. Okay. I mean, I don't. All right. I, I'll take your word for it. I don't think he's going to have those responsibilities in Atlanta. I don't think so. Um, I, that they'd be crazy, Jason, to give those responsibilities to him in Atlanta. Um, I'm sure he'll have, you know, maybe not the final call, but but heavy input. He'll have input, like, but uh, heavy input to the point that you probably get his way to my point and that maybe that's part of what makes Atlanta so attractive. They're willing to give you more of that. Maybe you're so. talking about a man, a man who clearly realized at this point in his career, that's what people are going to be. You haven't done a good job in that department or a good enough job because he came out that day. Like we talked about at the Jets and said he was willing to give some of that up, uh, to stay the new England Patriots coach. So, Again, maybe Atlanta is the situation that says, well, here's some of that power, and it makes it more comfortable for him. But I do believe you've got a Belichick that, you know, isn't uh, just ignorant to to what he's done here over the last few years and realizes he's not above criticism, and that might be have to go into a situation where, yeah, you don't have the final say anymore. That's probably where it needs to be, particularly, again, with – you know, with with what's happened there with their quarterback situation. Now, you know, you were you, there. There are stories out there that Bill didn't want Mac Jones and was so resentful of the fact that they went and got him that you didn't put out the best plan to help develop him. I tell you, that's worse probably than 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 picking your guy being wrong on him. Uh, but a, a resentfulness that he wasn't your guy, and so you know that's why you did it the way you did, even if that was the answer and true. Um, I tell you, that's even more reason to be skeptical of Bill Belichick working in Atlanta. So it, uh, some of these stories about the divorce, you know, have put out some some stuff that you know, makes you raise your eyebrows just in terms of, well, I mean, if you didn't like him from the get-go and this was all part of a fight, man, you should have stepped down and stepped away a while back because all you did was drive it further into the ground. Yeah, <clears throat> that is definitely a, 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 you know, cause for pause. Um, but... Yeah, like I feel like we see this like with stars, you know, like like certain franchises will like take on like aging stars and 
you know, give them give them the reins and a, give a you know a big contract just because they need the they need the publicity and they need the attention. You know, and I can't necessarily think of uh, some off the top, of, but you know what I mean. Like all those late Shack years, you know, like teams would bring in you know a, a star that clearly is a shell. Like you know when the Grizzlies did the AI thing, you know. Yeah, I mean it's not that different. What about Derrick um, Rose? <laughs> Well, D Rose isn't D Rose isn't like that level of you know. I mean, he he's he, they were they were he, they brought him in to actually like be a reserve. It wasn't like come buy tickets. D Rose plays at Memphis. I mean, it was great, but it wasn't the intention. You know, like AI was AI was all about the hey, we are like going like nowhere. What can we do to make a splash? Type, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how I feel like Belichick is with the Falcons. Like they have nothing to lose, so why not? I mean, it, it, if they get a quarterback in there and if they get a mind offensively, like somebody in there like a Ben Johnson in Detroit, you're not going to get him because he's up for head coaching opportunities, it sounds like, but someone like that. And Bill is willing to sort of hand that over. And again, not just to one of your guys that's worked for you on a different side of the ball, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge did special teams, and now you're putting them in charge of the offense, somebody who's really got a plan. Because that's what it, that's that's what Bill at this point of his career you, you you have questions about. What is your offensive plan? If he's like Saban and a few years ago at this point, and we talked we were talking about that John and comparing the two of them, and you're willing to sort of hand that over to somebody that's current, you know, one of these whether it's a, one of these Shanahan guys or whatever else it is, maybe then it could work in terms of this thing. You know, you building it into a contender in a few years more than just a team that makes the playoffs wins the you know the south with a uh you know close to 500 record if if he does it that way and he's really willing to hand it over to somebody who knows more than him offensively then that's the way that it could possibly work but again finding that qb and that right oc you know is easier said than done that's the that's the scenario that i see it working but you know you got a long way to go to get there because what's not in that building right now between heineke and ritter is that quarterback so whether it's using the number eight pick which you could go wrong with or trading for a guy, you know, that's the start of it. Get your quarterback and get you an offensive mind that knows more than you do so he can focus, John, on what he can still do, which is building up that defense and, and getting them to a point where, you know, they're solid, you know, maybe good to elite, whatever it's going to be. But he's got to be willing to give some of that up. Yeah, as we speak, uh, Tom Pelissero from NFL Network reported that Mike Vrabel is in L.A. to interview for the Chargers job. Wow. Um, and I think that's kind of the one we talked about with him that actually made a ton of sense because of the defensive talent. Um, so we'll see if, you know, I mean, that's the first one I've seen him actually connected to. There was some Me thought been, that maybe the Raiders with the him. connection to Brady would try to, you know, but I think there's, I think their sights are set on Pierce. So, um, I think Rabel would be a great hire in LA. I really do. I mean, he, 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 he wouldn't just have some defensive pieces, but he'd have, he'd finally have a quarterback, you know? I mean, that's what he, you know, you were limited in what you had with Tannehill, even in his, in his best years where the play action was working for you. Um, yeah. you still didn't have a guy with the arm talent, but Justin Herbert. So for a Vrabel, to me, that, I mean, it's perfect because, because of that, you've got your QB, you've got your pieces defensively that you can put together, uh, and do what you do. So to me, that's, you know, it's a great, it's a great option for him. I like that better for him, frankly, than I do for, uh, even Seattle, who we, we had mentioned for him too. Maybe if you could get some, you know, the, get Seattle to kick the tires on you. Be a, but you've got Geno Smith there. 
Um, I, I'd like you, you like the quarterback situation better with the Chargers. So if he could get now, Chargers is what Harbaugh, Vrabel. I think it, I, I want to say Dan Quinn's got he's got five interviews lined up, and maybe one of them too is the Chargers. I can't believe that Dan Quinn is still the candidate, John. That he seems like he was going into the season after that kind of defensive performance in the playoffs, where you know that he's still this hot. Sure, maybe a team or two would you figure it'd still be interested in the guy that did get to a Super Bowl after all. You know, with the Falcons, but you know, after what we saw defensively from them, which was nothing but a letdown, uh, yep. I, I just I can't I can't believe that he's still this hot. I just read this morning where he's got like five interviews lined up. Yeah, I I would have thought that too, but you know, NFL is freaking weird, man. I mean, all these you know, all these uh, it feels like you, get, you know you get, you get interviews based on reputation sometimes, as opposed to because. I I, just, I feel like when you sort of look back at the Cowboys now, it's like the most impressive stuff was against like the Commanders and the Giants. You know, I mean, yes, yes. And outside, outside of that, it was like you know, I mean, they did have that one game against the Eagles. They did that one game against the Eagles where they they beat the crap out of the Eagles at home. Um, but that was really the that was like the 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 crescendo of the season. And they got their butts kicked by the Forty ers They got their ass kicked by the Packers. You know, in these in these these high leverage games, you know, and look, you know, he's not taking much heat today yet, but it feels like he will, uh, you know, in in Dak Prescott because, I mean, like that was embarrassing, like the you know the pick six and you know there's only so many times you could be in high leverage situations and um, and not come through before that conversation turns to you. Um, I mean, I think he's he's. He's a good quarterback, but I don't know. It's like something's not something's not clicking. Whether it's like the right coach or whatever, like I don't know. But how you perform in high leverage situations matters, um, and it's why we talk about Mahomes the way we do, and it's why we talk about Dak the way we do. And to it, like I, I put Dak in the Tua category. You know, Dak's better, but it's like again, you have to prove something in the postseason when it matters. Um, and I don't think he's going to do that with Mike McCarthy, but. You know, at any rate, that's going to be the arrangement um, for the for the foreseeable future. So, anyway, that's the uh, that's the latest in the NFL. Bill Belichick, it looks like is, I mean, if Bill Belichick's got to do a second interview, that's humbling for us all. Right? I, do. I mean, you're you're right in that sense. It's it's a real second interview. My guess is just from the information that's out there, it's the it's the crowning interview. It's where you'll get him the job and and have him sign the contract. That's my guess from the way it sounds. This sounds like it's all but done. Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll keep an eye on that. Brable's interviewing in L.A., uh, which seems like a really good fit. And then we're waiting on the yep. uh, on the Raiders and some others to to do some things. Anyway, that uh, that is the latest in the NFL. We'll come back, talk to Mark Giannato, get his thoughts on Tigers, Grizzlies, and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you trying to... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Margie Nato is a sports columnist for the Commercial Appeal host of Unato and Jeffrey right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Mark, before we get to the uh, Memphis basketball game tonight and the season, um, how is it possible that Mikey Williams can get such bad advice uh, so as to transfer to a school he can't even possibly enroll at until August? I was thinking the exact same thing as I as I saw the I, I thought it was I, immediately last week because that popped last he entered the portal last Monday. I was in Houston for the national championship game, and I remember my immediate gut reaction in the morning when that happened was he's going to regret this. Like this is a dumb decision to go into the portal after all this. Take away the fact that like Penny was the one guy support seemed like the one guy publicly supporting him through all this. Forget the like loyalty part of it. I was just like, he's going to regret this. Like he, he's a much better fit at Memphis than at UCF or anywhere else. And, and my now at least like, cause I, I never thought even in the moment when, they were, I guess there were rumblings that he was you know, part of this was he wants to play right now this year. I still was like, there's no way he's getting a waiver from the NCAA. Even if like UCF wanted to push for it, I just found it really hard to believe that the NCAA was going to give a waiver to a guy who, you know, for beating eight of nine felonies or whatever he ended up beating. Um, I just couldn't foresee that. And now this story from the Orlando Sentinel, which lays out that not just, it's not just some discrete policy. It's like a long-standing policy for state universities in Florida that mm-hmm. if you have a felony, you cannot play, you cannot enroll in the school until the felony is, you know, resolved. And frankly, you know, like in my experience covering college sports, like when I used to cover Virginia Tech and Virginia, like at the Post, like both those schools had policies where, you know, if you were charged with a felony until it was resolved or lowered, you couldn't be on the team. Like you were indefinitely suspended from whatever team you were on. There was like a policy in the handbook, so to speak. So there was no confusion over what was going to happen. I was surprised when this all first started last March that Memphis did not have some sort of, they don't have a policy like that. I've scoured the, uh, you know, cause they were, they've been very kind of quiet about all this. Um, but there is no, from my, from what I could tell, and we asked Memphis multiple times for clarification and never got clarification otherwise, but there is no policy at Memphis that says you can't play for a team with a felony. Now, that being said, it did appear there was some sort of process in place to make a judgment on what they were going to do. And then to take it full circle today to find out that, like, oh, he transferred to a place where, like, frankly— I don't think he was going to play at Memphis this year, certainly. 
but it feels like he would have had a better chance here than there because there's no set policy here. There's a set policy there. And so uh, to answer your question, John, like we've had some athletes, some basketball players in particular over the last few years, Amani Bates, John Morant, who have made some really stupid decisions. This one ranks right up there. This one ranks right, right up there. Um, maybe even, I don't know if it surpasses Ja, because like Ja was pretty, like especially the second time was pretty dumb, but this is a pretty dumb decision by the people. I don't even blame Mikey. This is on the people around him. Like they, he got he to be better than this, mm-hmm. like advising him on what to do. Um, like to one, to turn your back on the one guy who's been supporting you. And I get it. Penny has said he's still going to support him, whatever. He's being the bigger man in this. But let's just be real. Like, what he did tra- going into the transfer portal told you every- told me everything I needed to know about the rumors about his character and all that. I Like, that confirmed. I was willing to, like, go, well, it's just, you know, sometimes the stuff in the recruiting circles isn't necessarily, you know, it's just a bad phase in the guy's life, so to speak. You know, we, we're seeing it with Gigi Jackson right now. He had some... You know, some people said some things about him during the draft process after he, but it turned out he just, you know, probably just went to school a year too early, ultimately. Um, and, but like this, it's like you heard all these things about, you know, I don't know if this is a guy, you know, he's talented, but I don't know if he's a guy you want on your team. It's like the way he handled this told me everything I needed to know. I, you know, and so ultimately it's, it's a win for Memphis. This, this guy was never going to, like, Mikey Williams is not interested in being part of a team. Mikey Williams is interested in Mikey Williams. And it was it was never going to work, ultimately. It was just going to be a big distraction. And now he's UCF's distraction. And, you know, part of me feels bad for him just because, you know, I'm beginning to wonder if he'll ever play college basketball. And if he doesn't play college basketball, he's never going to get to the NBA. That's That's my feeling. Well, Mark, you, you are in studio, which means you have braved uh, the roads today, having uh, been on them. What what are you sort of expecting tonight in terms of the crowd uh, for this Tigers game at South Florida in terms of scene? Is it is it going to be sparse? I mean, how bad? Oh, are the yeah. Roads? Oh, I mean, well, look, I so it was I drove this morning in Germantown. I had to go to the grocery store for something and it felt really bad then at like 10 in the morning. Yeah. Driving just now into the studio, like Poplar, they, you're driving on pavement on Poplar. They've done a decent job clearing off, you know, at least a couple lanes on Poplar. The highway 240 was not bad either. Like you're driving on pavement, but like the neighborhood roads, the non-Poplar road, you know, like those non-super major roads, non, you know, Germantown Parkway looked, uh, you know, it's plowed off. Yeah, plowed yeah. off with pavement, but basically. If the if a road didn't get plowed before, it is really treacherous to drive on right now. Mm-hmm. That's how I would phrase it. If it got plowed in the last couple of days to where you were on pave, you know, you're seeing pavement. It's yes, it's still you need to be very careful because it's icy. But it, you're better off there. But the roads that didn't get touched in the last two or three days, right. it's it's awful. It's it really is. It's as bad as it's been. Uh, it's it's as bad as it's been the last three days, and it's as bad driving conditions as I can remember in recent memory uh, on those types wow. of roads. It's bad. I mean, you're slipping and sliding. you got to be really careful. Um, and I would just recommend... But you drove in. You y- yes. Yeah, yes. Well, there. so part of the reason I came in is... like, So my, my kid's birthday is this weekend, and my dad is flying into Memphis for his birthday, and so I have to pick up my dad at the airport at 545. Wow. So I was like, 
I was like, well, you know, this will get me halfway there, basically. You know, I, I'm going to have to go to the airport anyways. So um, that'll be an adventure. But I, like I said, I thought the highway was fine. 240 was, you know, was fine. Um, be careful. But, you know, if you can avoid driving, I think you should avoid driving. <laughs> that, that Long story short, though. Yeah, it's uh, limited concessions tonight for the Tigers. So I was I was thinking back, I, and I don't know if it'll be this bad. I remember there was a game my first year here, Tubby. When Tubby they played UConn, and like yep. t- there were twelve hundred people there, maybe. Well, I think. Um, yep. And and it was because of ice. You know, it was like well, it was, it was part partially ice and partially Tubby. Uh, but the tw- it was instead of four thousand, it was twelve hundred because of the ice. Well, hello there. Um, and, and so I'm, frankly, I'm kind of expecting that sort of crowd tonight. Like it's going to be the, the, the really brave or the people who live near FedEx forum. That's, that's how I foresee it. So, um, so in just in terms of, you know, the state of the union right now for Memphis basketball coming off of a 112 point performance against Wichita state on the road, finally in the top 10, haven't been in the top 10 this late in a season since Cal was here. What's, uh, what's the state of the union on Memphis basketball right now, Mark? Well, I mean, it feels like they are right on pace to do what they set out to do this year. I know the the computer number, the, or excuse me, I should say the predictive numbers, the, the Ken Palm number and the net number aren't as good as you want. But I think if they continue to win, I think those numbers will get good enough where it won't matter. Um, because if you look at their other numbers, the KPI and the strength of record, which also shows up when the committee's looking at them, like those numbers look very good. They reflect a team that's won a lot of games against, you know, albeit some of these teams are not as good as we maybe hoped they would be after Memphis beat them, but there's still, it's still quite a few, like, good teams that they beat or decent teams that they beat. There's just not a lot of cupcakes on this schedule. Um, but I, I I feel pretty good about where they are. I, I don't think we're done with, you know, them having nail biters in conference play because I think they're going to get everyone's best shot because they're the best team in the league. And, you know, I think it's going to be natural to, you know, have some letdowns here or there. Um, But hopefully they have it in the back of their mind that, you know, the margin for error if you want to be a top four or five seed is, you know, maybe you can lose one or two more, you know, maybe two more. If one of them is like Florida Atlantic or at SMU, maybe, you know, Maybe you can afford to lose two more, um, but you know you're you're in terms of seeding, you're walking on a tightrope. But in terms of like how I feel about the team, like I think this is as good a team as Penny's had. Go, you know, in terms of like thinking about them from a, the perspective of could they make a run in the tournament? They've got a great a point guard in Javon Quinterly, who I think over the last few games is playing at a you know, is playing as well as Kendrick Davis or Jeremiah Martin ever did. You know, like I'm not saying he, he now he has to do it for longer to be put in that class for this season, but like the last two three games he's been special. I mean, David Jones. You know, they they've got guys who can put the ball in the basket. They've got an experienced point guard, um, Jaquan. They've got shot. You know, if Jaquan Walton continues to hit shots. They've got plenty of shot makers. They've got three really, you know, I think really quality big men down low. Um, you know, maybe, you know, I will see what happens with this Jordan Brown thing. I, you know, I suspect eventually he's going to be back on this team. Um, and so you'll have a fourth guy now, how that, you know, how that goes chemistry wise, we'll see. Um, but 
I think they're set up really nicely no matter what seed they get. Like they're going to be a threat to go to the Sweet 16 very easy. Like they they're going to they're going to be able to compete with just about anyone who's going to make the NCAA tournament this year. There's no cuz to me there's not like UConn has looked really good and um you know there's not really but like there's not really a te- there's not really a team that feels like oh that team would definitely crush Memphis in an NCAA tournament game. I think they I think they're going to have a really good chance no matter where they get seated to make a run. Uh, I'm glad you went to the Jordan Brown thing because that was going to be my next question for you. Munz has done, our man Munz, uh, your guy Munz has done some great reporting on what's happening behind the scenes with him. And you, you said that you're leaning towards, you know, you'll eventually, he'll eventually make his way back. I, I just, I, I talked about this with John. I have zero, and maybe zero isn't the right number. It should be, it should be at least a number, uh, concern about chemistry because I can't imagine that Jordan Brown, if coming back and it's really on the players, the guys you turn your back on, uh, and not so much Penny Hardaway, who feels like he's left the door open for it. I just feel like, what can you possibly ask for? What could your expectations be after you've walked away from this team? They've won 10 in a row without you. You know, expecting minutes or to be ahead any of those three bigs that you just called out for playing so well, and they have. You know, it just seems like it'd be crazy to expect that if you're Jordan Brown. And so I just – how much of a chemistry threat is he would be the way I'd phrase the question well, to you, bringing him back. Well, that's the, the, it's twofold. It's one, how does – because I think you're right. Ultimately, he has to be the fourth big now. You cannot that's put it. him ahead of these no other question. three guys after leaving yeah. the team. But how's he going to react ultimately when push comes to shove? He can say all the right things right now, but when push comes to shove and he comes back and for three weeks he's playing, you know – Garbage, Barely. garbage yeah. time. Basically, yeah. you know, like yeah. a few minutes each half at most. How is he actually going to react to that? You know, when it's actually happening to him? Um, because again, this is you know, this is a guy. Yes, he's an older player. He's also a guy. This is his fourth school. Like this is what he does. You know, like he and he was a guy who went to a couple high schools too. Like this is kind of what he does. And then the other part is, you know, ultimately. If Penny does play him and he has a big game, you know, like, how do you balance that? You know, like, let's say there's a game where they, you need him or something. Or he plays well. And he gets, you know, he gets 18 minutes. And Nick Jordan only gets 12. Like, how is everyone going to react to that if that happens? Because you're, ba- you're introducing this variable into the mix. And, you know, maybe yeah. they're mature enough to handle it. You know, I, I just I just question how much you need him. unless If someone got hurt. I could see why. If you said, okay, we're going to bring him back and we're not going to play him unless someone gets hurt or something, mm-hmm. I could yeah. see that maybe working. But I think if you're bringing him back and he's going to get, if he's getting any sort of minutes, um, it gets really complicated, I think. It just does with natu- just the natural emotions of people. Um, and so I, I think if I'm Penny, I got to make sure the, the leaders oh, yeah. of this team are on board with this. Because the, the, the vibe I got based off Munz's reporting was that when he came back last week, like the leaders of the team were kind of like, what what the heck? You're coming back now? I, I believe you know? it, yeah. Like, yeah, you turned your back. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why, like I think there was a thought that maybe he'd be in Wichita with him. Like not maybe not play, but he would, like he was coming back and then would travel with the team to Wichita. And then he didn't. And I think that, you know, that's a clear, you know, it was a clear, based on the reporting, like a clear, you know, clearly it was, you know, it didn't, the meeting didn't go exactly as Jordan Brown would have hoped. Would have hoped. You know, and so, but at the same time, 
when Munz asked Penny about it after the Wichita game, I mean, Penny made it very clear to me that he wants this to happen. I, I thought from based on his comments. Um, and it's more, it's, it's about, you know, kind of massaging this enough so the players can, can stomach it, so to speak. Um, and that just feels, that feels pretty risky to me, especially because what is the, ultimately the reward is, you know, you get a performance from him in some sort of crucial game like he gave you in the Missouri game. If you recall, mm-hmm. like people forget it. Like he had, by and Not large true. was pretty That's ineffective right. for Memphis, but the yeah. second half of the Missouri game, he was one of the key players in that in that game. And like maybe there is a game there is a game or two here down the stretch where you need that again. Um and but like Jeffrey's kind of laid this out on our show. Like that is a pretty that, that is a pretty uh low reward, if you will. Like, that seems, like, really hard to envision, like, it, that type, you needing him in that type of scenario in one moment, um, as opposed to the risk of, you know, you've got this chemistry, you've got this rotation that seems to be working, and now you're going to reintroduce this variable into it. I, You know, I don't know. But Penny knows, you know, ultimately, you know, I'm not in that locker room. And so um, I do, my sense is, my sense is Penny and the staff want this to happen, and so that's yeah. why I think it will ultimately happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, if he's really willing to be the fourth guy, I mean, that just seems so. Um, I, I don't know, emasculating in a way. You know, when you come here to be a certain, you know, to be a featured piece. Well, the question, like, the question I have is trying is, to get a chick. Too, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Nil, that's part of it. I think my gut tells me part of it is like you're not, you know. One, he can't. He has no other options. If he wants to play basketball right now, exactly. he has to play at Memphis. But exactly. two, if he's not playing at Memphis, he's not going to get the NIL money that he get a check. Yeah, right. Um, and so, but Mark, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, like there needs to be some, some, uh, you know. Now, if I was Memphis, stop. I'd be like, I'd be like, well, you know, fourth. Yeah, wait, we're like going to pay. If you leave, bro, yeah. all the agreements are. It's time we have to come up with a new agreement. Yeah, it's like you're going to get fourth big money now, not a uh, not main right. big money. <laughs> what does that pay at Memphis? For, for, fourth big money means you get, you know, you maybe you get the scholarship. Know, you know, bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get the scholarship. Not what paid yesterday, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we'll get Price you. We'll get. Up. We'll supersize your fries. You know, like yeah, Jason. <laughs> Jason wants to give uh, Jordan the whole collective, and I'm just like, bro. I mean, you've walked away, man. Bro, you can't just walk $2. away and come back and think everything's going to be good. Everything is, is different. It's not yesterday's price. You're getting today's price, and that's that of a Giannis exactly. fourth big man. Don't do that. That's exactly right. Plus, he hasn't, he, he hasn't even shown that he's good. Well, and that, the other level. question is, is like, what has he been doing the last month? He was not in great shape. He was exactly. not in great shape when he left. That was part of the problem, is that he showed up to Memphis in bad shape and was playing his way back into shape. But, like... Already wasn't a great athlete and looked like a worse athlete because he wasn't in shape. And, like, what has he been doing the last month? Is he coming back, like, in better shape? You know, I could see that. Or is he coming back in worse shape? And I don't know. that. Like, what does he look like, too? You know, like that is a key part of this as well. Like, exactly what type of player is showing up here. Yes. No, I think that's definitely got to be part of the uh, consideration as well. Uh, anyway, uh, you're going down tonight, right, Mark? You'll be down the I'm not, No, I got to pick up my dad at the airport. And, oh, okay. Um, I've missed the last couple home games, actually. I'll still, I'm going to watch it and write about it, but sure. I don't even know. If, sure, sure, sure. I, honestly, I don't even know. I was talking to Munns earlier. I mean, apparently the highways in Mississippi are really bad. 
Um, oh, and so yeah. I don't even, we might, this might be a, cause jo- Jonah Dillon lives near FedEx forum. This might be a Jonah Dillon calling him in for, uh, uh calling him. Yeah, that makes sense. Calling that him in sense. since he I lives close to uh, FedEx forum, calling him in for man. the la- at the last minute type of deal. It's just one of those days, man. One of those times. Mark, appreciate it as always, man. Thank, Thank you. you brother. No problem guys. Talk to you later. Yep. He is Mark Giannato, sports columnist for the commercial appeal host of Giannato and Jeffrey every single day. Here on ninety two nine, it'll be an interesting scene, and I and of course, like I hate that it is going to be on ESPN. You know what I mean? Like that's such a bummer um, that it's going to people are going to be like, "What the hell is this? Not a top ten team?" And so I hope that the broadcasters make it abundantly clear, um, Jason. But you know, it, but it won't matter. People are going to take a picture. They're going to be like, "Man, Memphis basketball! What happened?" You know, just get ready for that. Just prepare yourself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, um, listen, I, it looks to me like this was a shift to ESPN. I just think that it looks to me like it's evidence that ESPN is seeing a top 10 Memphis team. We can get it on, and, and maybe it will lead to a fewer ESPN Plus opportunities. Because, again, if you look at the game notes, I don't think Crispin and these ESPN announcers are in the original ones. They've added them in the email. I just wonder if this was an update where you've sent these guys in because, again, you've got you've identified this as the best team in the AAC, and you figured you're going to put them, you're going to feature them you know, more often or as prominently as you can. I, this, I don't know. If, if this wasn't a shift, you figure more there, there will be some coming at this point. But, yeah, from reading the game notes and then seeing, again, Crispin and those – Mark Crispin, who's done a couple of uh, Tigers games this season, seeing the, uh, the addition of him in the deep, it looks like maybe there was a change here. That's good news. That, that, it's all happening, John. You're getting the attention you want. Tigers continue to win. Hopefully that happens again tonight. You'll be where you want to be into the season like Giannotto said. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, hey, I know that it may be uh, treacherous out there on the roads, but it's always a good time to stop in and get yourself some wing guru. Responsibly, of course, be very, very safe on the roads, but it's worth it. It's worth the drive, those wings at the wing guru. I recommend personally the garlic sriracha, but look, you can get the brand new flavor. Can't catch Cal in honor of Calvin Austin catching his first playoff touchdown. First of many, I predict. Um, but they got flavors for everybody. So best way to warm up on a very, very cold day, get over to Wingaroo and get that flavor with, from our man, Billy Richmond. Yep, they are the best. And throughout the month of January, you can take advantage of this special 20-piece party wings for just 20 bucks. Best deal in town. Some of the best wings at the best price, um, the best 22 flavors on the map. Billy Richmond has gone from uh, standout basketball player to now standout chicken house entrepreneur. If you haven't been there, uh, what have you been under a rock? Get over to the Wing Guru. Find out what your flavor is. John's Garlic Sriracha, as he tells you, I'm a Nashville hot guy. Try that uh, Can't Catch Cow. Try that Triple J. When you see Billy Richmond, uh, you tell him that Jason and John sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I know it's icy outside, but warm up that jumper out at Shoot 360. It's the technology that's used by Steph, Clay, and other NBA players around the league. They swear by it. Uh, they invest in it, and it's growing around the country because you get results. Put your son or your daughter, your niece or nephew uh, in the gym outside of practice hours, and you're going to notice an improvement in their game, and they're going to love it. And they're going to they're gonna want to go back day after day after day. So get the membership. It's right here in the Memphis area, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. It's Shoot 360. Our man Memphis product on the city of Memphis product, Thaddeus Young, is an investor in Shoot360. He invests in smart things. He knows this technology is the future. He's got his kids. He's going to have his kids out there playing on this technology. It's not just the shot, the ball handling, the passing. It can all improve. They've got everything from the goals to the huge video boards where you can mimic combo moves. Just get out there to shoot 360, the weight training, the development coaches. They've got it all and a great membership option for you no matter what your budget is. So get out there. Go see the future of basketball training in Memphis. It's happening right now at Shoot 360 at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Uh, hey, look, we got a busy night tonight. Busy night tonight with the Tigers in action. Grizz is in action. Uh, obviously, Grizz on the road. So uh, when you're out there, uh, on the ro- uh, if you get out there on the streets, of course, make sure you're safe. Uh, I'm seeing all kinds of you know reports and people getting stuck and slipping and sliding, brother. I mean, it is just as bad as, as <clears throat> you can imagine. So make sure that uh, if you do have to get out, you know, that you drive slow. That may not even be enough to help you. So just stay home. But, uh, y- you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So keep that in mind while you are out. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Mark Giannata for joining us on the show. Thanks to Rob Doster for hopping on as well. Giannata and Jeffrey are up next. Don't miss that. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 